to the Level Method Gym Mastery Podcast. I am your host, at least today, uh, Scott Ramage, and my my guest today is Adam Lane. Adam is the owner of Oak Strength, and he's the owner of Oak Performance. We'll talk about that a little later. He has been in the fitness gym ownership game for nine years, married, has two boys, and I happen to know he homeschools them. He is a very, very brave man. Welcome to the show, Adam. Scott, thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah. I've been I think raised the right word there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I last time I talked with you when we were prepping for this, you, you told me, I mean, you had your boys with you and you kind of filled me in that you um, homeschooled, which I think is really cool. I think it's one of those things that's very awesome about being a uh, business owner is to think that you don't work a lot is a, a massive uh, misclaim, but the fact that you can mold your time is one of the benefits. So that's really cool. How long you been doing that? Um, really just this year. Um, and disclaimer, my, my wife does all the, the curriculum planning and, and stuff like that. And I'm just the, I'm just the, the doer, the teacher, the, you know, technician when it, when it comes to that. And when I screwed up, she fills in the gaps where I, where I, where I come up short. So you just explained how I know marriage. So I was you know, <laughs> fill in the gaps. That's really, that's it right there. <laughs> yep. The women kind of <laughs> plan it all and then sweep up the mess. Yeah. So, um, so, well, I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show and yeah. um, getting to know you over the last few years and, and getting to understand and watching your social media, getting to understand your business. Um, I've noticed, uh, and, and we've talked about the fact that you have uh, two different businesses. You have Oak Strength and you have Oak Performance. And I, I really want to dig into that because I think what I want listeners to hear today is if they're interested or have dabbled in the world of um, the performance side for students, is my understanding of, of your clientele and performance, um, you have done this and you've done it well. And um, I'm, I'm saying that from an outsider and I want to kind of dig into that, but let's talk about getting into owning a gym nine years. That's, you know. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. Kind of stuck at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never know. You never oh. know what's going to come, but um, why did you get into it? I mean, let's talk about that origin story. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be, it'll be nine years in July and um, it's kind of my wife's idea. We were uh, coaching training or co coaching um, and teaching. Uh, my <laughs> first job was a seventh grade math teacher for 14 years and she was, um, she still is a seventh grade science teacher and um, that's how we met and we coached cross country together and track and field together and, and, and basketball together. And um, we, we found specifically in the track and field world that if you're able to um, properly balance the, the strength piece with the conditioning piece, quote unquote, which is obviously the, the running piece and, and whatnot, that um, our athletes were stronger and they ran better and they were you know, less injury prone than, than what they were before when we just did like miles and miles and miles and miles. And so, um, public education has <laughs> taken many turns through the years and, um, you know, to the point right now where we're, we're homeschooling and, um, she, it was her idea. She's like, I think we could do this on our own. And so, um, yeah, started the gym back in 2012 and, um, I was teaching and doing this really as a hobby for, I didn't want it to be a hobby, but it was a hobby for about the first four years. And, um, you know, after, after four years, we built it to the point where, 
Um, I could duck out of, of teaching. Um, she still does because gosh, that insurance is a son of a gun. It is. And, um, so, so here we are. So that's, I think my fourth year, you know, fourth, fifth year out. And um, since then we've moved locations and we've tripled in size and, and things are, things are pretty gosh darn good at this point. Yeah. That's not making millions yet, but we're, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with where the gym currently is. That is really cool. I mean, Nine years. I mean, there's a lot of gym owners been in the night in it for the nine years, but um, I love the origins of coaching and teaching. You know, that's, that's where I come from the world of, of coaching and teaching in middle school. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and, something, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And when I, when I started my, my gym, it was a very strong, I had a very strong program. I, I had at least 50 kids enrolled and I did not have, um, you know, separation. So Time was a, was of the essence, how you fit in those, those kids. But, um, for some reason, there is something there where you can, where you can kind of build, uh, that, that element pretty strongly, but I, I want to make sure that people don't think that that's the solution. That's the reason, um, yeah. I think it helps. And I think that a lot of gym owners are really possibly missing a huge revenue, um, opportunity if they are not serving a variety of ages doesn't mean they have to love it yeah <laughs> it means they need to find somebody that loves it yeah. right and that's yeah. possible so i'm really excited to talk about this because it's something i'm super passionate about um so you were teaching track and field and you noticed the difference in strength the strength was adding strength was super important so did you um how did you do a business for four years and still teach um it, we, we had a couple people that wanted to do the, the early morning class, which I, I did not. Um, we, we offered a mid morning class. We had another coach coach, and then I would, I would come after school and, um, do some things. And, uh, we weren't exactly profitable. Let's be clear. <laughs> like it was, um, I was paying coaches and paying rent and all, all that stuff was good. But in the way of Adam actually making money, that's where I was teaching. And with the goal of, of growing that business. It was not the best of times in the way of Adam's free time and stuff. Cause our, our oldest was born. Um, uh, let's see here. What it would have been. It'd have been six months before we started the gym. So um, <laughs> that was, this is such a weird coincidence because I talk, I talk about this a lot with, um, with another podcast. I do a <laughs> lot of men will start something when they are having a kid coming or a kid just come or has come. It is so, so normal. Yeah. And it was probably your first kid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and oh, yeah, this is such a smart thing. I'm going to keep my full-time job and then start a business because this is going to make everything better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it was interesting. Um, and really, I guess we always had the thought. And I, I don't know. I guess failure was never really an option. But like if, if really it hit the fan hard, you know, to be like, okay, hey, we'll fold up shop. I still have this teaching job. We're fine. TRS, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it was a, it was a fun time while well lasted type of thing, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That was, that wasn't my timing on that. <laughs> so, yeah, you said your wife was the one who kind of pushed for it, which is really kind of interesting. Usually, um, you know, usually that's not the way it works. <laughs> I don't think she knew what she was pushing for. Like, <laughs> she's like, this oh, looks fun. I mean, yeah, we can work out. All of our friends will come over and I'll be done. and exactly. Social media and websites and da, da, da. yeah. No yeah. idea. Ignorance. It was pure ignorance is really what it came down to. <laughs> that's good. Some of the best businesses are built out of ignorance. Yeah. That's start right. with. You need to be smart, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, so fast forward. Now you got these two separate businesses. You you're implementing level method in Oak strength. I mean, that's your adult group classes. Um, I've met some of your staff. They're amazing. They have some incredible skills and then you have Oak performance. And this is one I, I know a little bit about because I watch your social media and I'm really curious. You, by the way, showing the, the students jumping and doing, you're going to explain what that's all about, but showing that is so intriguing. And like, I'm looking at some of the hops on these kids. I'm like, man, this is so cool. So you're implementing some other tools in that, in that performance side. And tell us, give us a little overview of that business, like ages and, um, you know, kind of the, your avatar, if you will, and kind of how that all looks. As a gym owner, you want all aspects of your business to do exceptionally well. The problem is time. At Level Method, we know your time is limited and you simply can't do it all. That's why we created a social media service. In four-week packages, you'll get six professional posts, including fonts, emojis, and hashtags, all carefully selected to increase social engagement. The posts even include promotions for your gym. Imagine going from, I should really post more on social media, to, it's done. Go to levelmethod.com social. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it started with, uh, again, my wife and I coached kids and worked with kids. And so we, when we started the gym initially, we, she had a little acorns class. So it was, you know, the six to 10 year olds of the, the people in the gym to, Hey, you know, little Addie can work out while mom works out and it works out really well. Um, but she was teaching. So summertime was like the only real time we could do it. And we tried it during the school year. It just got really hectic and, you know, bogged down my wife with again, two little kids and yada, yada, yada. So, um, that, that was kind of the beginning of it. And then from there, um, some of those kids got older. I started reaching out to other local coaches and stuff like that, that I coached with coached against, um, brought in the local track team, you know, to kind of help them train. And then other local athletes of, you know, whatever, baseball, football, blah, blah, blah. And, um, coaching the older athlete was always my passion, I guess. I, I, I like working. I, no offense to six-year-olds. It's just not my, not my cup of tea. Um, my mom was a first grade teacher for 30 years and she was amazing with it. And I, there, there's no way I, I need 12, 13 and, and, and higher. So uh, fast, fast forward that, that grew and grew and grew. We got an opportunity to, we started talking to the, to the right people at the right time. And um, there's a volleyball club that broke off of um, a, a very large, very powerful, very good volleyball club. Um, and the director landed in the building that we're, we're currently in. And um, he had a little chip on his shoulder and he wa- kind of wanted to kind of, kind of stick it to that former club that, that, that kind of, kind of hung out to dry a little bit. And so he, we were part of the the piece because um, he wanted to make this very collegiate like looking program. He wanted, you know, strength conditioning, you know, with the, with the, you know, getting these kids to jump high and be strong and hit hard. And, you know, with the volleyball coaching, with sending these kids to, to all these, you know, you know, division one, division two, II, division three schools, it really doesn't matter. They send them all over the place um, and, and really wanted to do, you know, what's right by kids, as opposed to and a lot of these clubs, you just see them, um, you know, whatever, they just play their sport 24, seven, 365. And then if they have injuries, they just chalk it up to bad luck. And, and he didn't want that. And so his vision was my vision and we really aligned, you know, really, really well on that. And um, yeah, it got to the point where our social media 
was was confusing to people because you would see, you know, 55 year old Ann doing a deadlift and be like, yay, good job, Ann, 105 pounds. That's great. Um, followed by the next post of, you know, hey, Lexi, who just, you know, signed a commitment to Memphis, you know, for the next four years, and she's jumping out of the gym. And so like, it, it just, it got confusing for people. So um, kind of when, when I talk to people about this, because I'm very into this youth side of things, like I, I love coaching the athlete, it, it brings me so much joy. Um, it's really what I was putting on this earth to do. Like, that's, that's I absolutely love it. Um, like you, we could have stayed with just the, the little acorns class and, and doing that thing. And th- there's nothing wrong with that. And if we would have, I, w- I wouldn't have like rebranded and separated stuff out. Um, but because we, on the adult side, the level method side, we train very normal people, very average people, myself, like that I'm training my type of, you know, 40 something year old, you know, busy person uh, that wants to work out two, three, four times a week and just, just feel good versus the athlete where we're really trying to train the, the higher upper option kid who's, you know, we're sending to big 10 schools. And I think we have a kid coming down to Texas tech next year. And we have a kid down at TCU go Texas, right on. Um, you know? And so that piece just got confusing for people. So um, through the help of, of uh, Boris at Metcon creative uh, through, through Stu Brower and, and WTF gym talk, um, he helped us rebrand and really kind of separate it out um, while being under the umbrella of Oak, but Oak strength is, is our adult side and Oak performance is, is our youth side. And if they weren't so different, we, we would have stayed under the same umbrella. Like, Hey, we're this family, you know, oriented gym and we do the, all this stuff together. Um, but because it was so different, so polarizingly different. Um, and really, I finally feel like we've established that on, on our social media. If you look at our Facebook, Instagram, um, they're very different pages. I mean, there's still that professionalism there. It's clean. It's neat. It's still blue and black and, you know, our colors and stuff like that, but it's, you know, a different type of, you know, obviously avatar that we're, we're, we're yeah, trying message. to track. Yeah. So message, there's a good word. Yeah. So, yeah, I, so I want to, well, that was on. a lot there. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I, it gives me a good picture. I think the, I want to rewind because um, this isn't lock. I mean, I think when I first talked to you, like, oh, I just got lucky. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's not luck. Uh, one connection. Uh, this is kind of the, the thing I gather from this is, is you talked about talking to coaches or talking to, yeah, yeah, you knew them. But what I tell, um, what I tell gym owners, and you can confirm or deny this, is what worked for me was getting one team. I got one team into my gym. I'm like, let's do, I did a summer you know, in between their, their seasons. And I did it, I did it with soccer team. I did it with a uh, softball team and I did it with um, actually multiple soccer teams. And you do one, you do one of those. And then it's like wildfire. If you do a good job, it's like wildfire. I'm like, yeah, teams come in. Hey, can you do specific training for, and I'm like, I'm saying yes, because we got to wrap it in the skin. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to make them stronger, faster, and more agile. Yeah. That's at hello. It's called sports. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that was severely, I, it's severely it's the wrong word. It was very successful because guess what? Parents come and watch their kids work out. And then yeah. I would purposely butt those right up against a real class, a, an adult class. And oh, yeah. all of a sudden their parents are joining. And then they're, when they're done, they're coming like the, the magic here, 
they're coming and they're doing the, the group classes too. So now we've got two memberships going. <laughs> Are you like, it was, it was an incredible combination. So do you find a little crossover like that? And, um, talk to us about connections. Two questions. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, the longer we've been here, the more that's happening. Um, the, the more we have volleyball parents, because I, I, th- I thought it was going to happen really quick. I thought we were going to, you know, that, that initial meeting, that meeting, that first year, I'm talking to hundreds of kids and they're, I mean, cause we train um, w- within this volleyball club. So we, we have a separate, you know, whatever s- system worked out, you know, where, where we w- train their kids um, multiple days a week, depending on what level they're in, if they're the elite group or the premier group or, or whatever it might be. Um, and then initial group where we're talking to like 400 kids and their families, I thought like, oh my gosh, guys, you Adults train here. Kids train here. It'll be great and amazing. Da da da. And crickets on the adult side. I'm like, like, oh, what? What are we doing wrong? And and I, it just took time. You know, it's just, it, we we moved in. Nobody knows me. They don't. You know, um, volleyball does. They they know and and like and and, and trust me. But the, the you know, so it, it's taken a little bit to um, you know get that out to parents and and stuff like that. But you know, we we did a bunch of different things in the way of you know, within the social media, highlighting the kids. Um, we started a podcast on the youth side um, where we'll interview coaches, we'll interview athletes, uh, you know, some of these kids that, you know, you know, assigned to these schools. We, we, we sit them down and be like, wow, you're going to Indiana. Tell us about, you know, that recruiting process and how that went and blah, 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 blah. And, um, oh, we have a TCU girl coming your way too. Oh, no, not TCU. Um, um, Austin. What's in Austin? Oh, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Um, well, no, the, uh, the, oh gosh, S- Horn. S- SMU, SMU, there we SMU's go. SMU's in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Two, two, is that right? SFA, SFA. Okay. I look at the flag. Jeez. Gosh. <laughs> too many great colleges. Too many great. I think I look out the window, figure out what flags hanging from the ceiling. Um, but I forgot where I was going with that. Scott. It's, yeah. Well, where was I going with that? Oh, the connection piece. So I, I guess it's that, that piece has gotten better. It's just us being consistent um, over time. I, I think this goes to the branding piece too, like is staying on, on who we are and what we're trying to do and what we're trying to train. Um, when we initially moved in, I think a lot of the parents, I mean, they, they just looked at the gym and like, Oh, you're a CrossFit gym and you know, this is what you must do and blah, 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 blah. And so that's, you know, I roll and, you know, and so I think it's taken, um, you know, parents a little bit of time, but you know, one by one, we get a few more in there and, uh, that's, that's helped the, the adult side of things. And so it's, it's been, it's been good in that way. And, and really, I, I think the more connections, you know, you can make with people and that's where the podcast has really been good too. Cause we have a podcast for the adult side too. Um, you know, just, a you know, you're good with running multiple podcasts also. So, you know, just being able to, to be authentic and real and, and show people what you're about and has just really been beneficial. So just kind of really building that brand and, and being who you are and, you know, not shying away from it and, and having fun along the way. Yeah, I, I am a huge proponent of podcasts. Uh, they do have to be done right. And then they have to be utilized right. Yeah. Because you can do them and they just sit and, and no one cares or no one sees yeah. anything. But they are such a powerful tool. Yeah. And um, you, you mentioned it, but they help build your authority on topics. They help build your credibility. Because if you're bringing someone from, like, bring someone in to talk to who you've brought up, whether it's a student athlete or an adult, what is it you experience here? And you're literally, it's the, you're picking your avatar and you're literally speaking to people who you want to emulate out in the community and it will draw them in as long as you're getting that exposure out there. So it's really, really good branding. Um, I don't think nearly enough people use it. And 
because I mean, you're not, you're not looking to grow your, your podcast internationally. You're looking to grow your <laughs> podcast locally yeah. and use it for um, just local marketing. So that's really, really wise. And I think there's also another thing to say about branding. You talked about it earlier. I, I want to kind of point this out. You have colors, you have a brand book, you know, your colors, you know, you know, your logos and everything is filled with that. It's all that consistency. I think that's overlooked a lot in the, in the CrossFit world or in the functional fitness gym world. It's like, you know, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do a post and it's going to be black background. Well, if black isn't one of your colors, yeah. but right. Yeah. How long did it take you to learn the branding game? <sighs> I, I don't know if we, I mean, I'd say probably the last two years. Um, really, I mean, Stu is a lot of the reason why I'm, I'm so up on the, the brand piece. Um, we did do the gym launch thing for a period of time. And um, I, I think that's where it actually came out of. I, I realized how dirty I felt during that time and I didn't like it. And I learned a lot from it. I, I, I don't I necessarily regret it, um, but just in the way of now reflecting on on where we were and what we we're doing. Um, I, I just feel so, so good right now. Again, working with Boris at MyCon Creative and, and how he set that up for us. And Hey, this is, this is going to be the logo and these are the colors and this is what you shouldn't do with the logo. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't change the color. Don't, don't change the aspects. Don't make it longer. Don't make it white. Like do, you know, just stay in this. And um, it, it's, it just gave me a, a ton of clarity on, on what I'm trying to do every time I make a Instagram post or Facebook post or um, you know, do a podcast or, or whatever it is. It's, it's within our lane. It's not for everybody. I'm absolutely fine with that. And um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I think, uh, um, well, I know that it makes a huge difference in businesses when you do nail that down and get some of those great coaching pieces uh, from, from someone who's knowledgeable to how do I deliver my message? How do I deliver consistency um, just because I think the logo looks cool and purple one month and blue the next month, and pink the next month, because, you know, it's, it's, uh, breast cancer awareness month. I mean, like, it's like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. hmm? let's, yeah. let's develop- we did it with t-shirts. We mess with the colors. Oh, let's do this for the colors. And like, what are we yeah. doing? Maroon? Why did we do maroon? We're not maroon. I so was- stupid. <laughs> so how do you find your staff? Because I think a lot of a lot of folks listening might be thinking, okay, I see the value of bringing in a really great, you know, youth program. Like, but I'm not the person. Most people would say I'm not the person, or I'm going to do the little acorn classes, or I'm going to, you know, um, or they just want to do just a regular class and and just stamp teens on it. Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's not the way it works. So you've had to find staff. Cause you're not doing it all. Um, what's been the key there for you to work with the youth? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we've two primary, well, three primary coaches that, that work with the youth, um, outside of myself, uh, to one of them, I met through power athlete, um, which was previously, was it SSA, which was previously CrossFit football. Um, so John Wellborn and his staff, um, myself and Andrew are, are block one coaches and, um, we, we met down in Austin and, you know, hit, hit off from there. And then he actually located here and, um, with, with the job, job move. And so when he did, I'm like, dude, you got a job here. You, you, well, you have a job here. You have a, you have a gym here. And, um, yeah, he 
didn't start coaching right away, but, but slowly got into it that way. So Scott, I won't tall, say that completely blind luck, but you know, that's the networking thing where you, you go out there and you, you challenge yourself and you, you, um, I mean, I, I didn't have to go down to Austin for that, you know, that block one, but I did. And it was, it cost me money, but it was a fantastic experience. I learned a lot. And um, obviously the power athlete stuff is a lot of what we, we base our programming on. Um, Katie does a lot of our, uh, she's, she's a college intern. She interned with us um, from a school about an hour North of us. She's like, Hey, I need a summer internship. I'm like, okay, whatever you want to sit around and have me not pay you and just hang out here. Sure. You're more than welcome. And then after three months, she liked it so much. And you know, I'm like, well, I have some youth classes. Do you want to take those over? She's like, yeah. She never said no to anything. Like, that's why I love her. Like she just, you know, if there's anything I need done, she with, with no hesitation, will will get that done. Um, and she's still not full-time. I'm working on getting her full-time. That would, that, that, that that's a dream there. Um, and then Matt, who is our operations director um, really does it all. So he coaches the adults. He coaches the youth. Um, he, he's coached, basketball at a high level before. Um, he works with some of our more um, professional clients. Uh, we have a, a local guy, Fred Van Fleet, who is a point guard for the Raptors right now, uh, just signed a 85 million deal over the next four years, $85 million deal over the next four years, which is a little bit more money than the gym's currently producing. Um, but like Matt works with Fred and, you know, does that like remote piece and just really understands, um, you know, what that type of professional athlete, you know, needs. And, um, yeah, I, I, I guess it, it is sometimes hard to find the, that right person, but you, they just have to really enjoy it. Um, Andrew and Matt, both coach adults and, and the kids, Katie is just on the youth side. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Interns are great. You know, if you have, and I actually have a couple kids who like have been through our program who have reached back out to me, who are juniors and seniors who are looking to kind of get in to do what we, what we do. And so, um, yeah, it just, casting that wide net and, you know, seeing who wants to come back and they really enjoyed this experience and want to give it back and pay it forward to other kids. Yeah. I think, I mean, <clears throat> networking and paying attention to people that have been in your life and in your circles and then taking opportunities. Uh, yes. I'm going to pay for this course, but the connections made the things that I've really made big steps in my life have always been due to connections and networking and paying attention to opportunities around me. And that's the message you're sending me. Yeah. I mean, it's very clear. It's not luck. It's the work and the things you've said yes to, you know? Um, and so it, I think that's a, a really encouraging thing. And I think that's something for people to start paying attention to. If you have a teacher working out in your gym, talk to them, yeah. say, Hey, you know, I, you're not a coach or whatever, but do you think, uh, you know, do you have any coaches? I'd love to just get them in here and try it out, but I'd also love to bend their ear because yeah. Um, it's a great inroads to those types of programs or just go network, like yeah. just network, just do it. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I love the cast a wide net. I think that's the, that's a, a really, really good advice for any business owner, because yeah. I think we, sometimes we get so funnel vision. we think we're in this alone tunnel vision, not funnel vision, yeah. tunnel vision with we're in this alone. And then we don't look around and be like, Oh my gosh, there's all these people around me that can help. Yeah. Um, and expand what my options are right now. Uh, I think it's, I think it's incredible. So we have to talk, you have the, it, for the audio listeners, tough luck, but for the video folks, there's a picture behind you. It's something I've seen over and over again. And it, kids are jumping You like athletes, student athletes are jumping. And then there's a big TV. What is this crazy technological marvel I'm looking at? 
As a gym, you don't want to get lumped in with the bottom of the barrel. You must stand out from the crowd and deliver real value. And the Level Method gives you a clear way to show prospects and clients how you're different from all the other gyms out there and what it means to them. Go to levelmethod.com to find out more. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're a Sparta Science uh, partner. Um, so this goes back to Power Athlete. I went down to Austin for their symposium three, four years ago um, and shared an elevator with, with Jim Steele, who was the head strength conditioning guy at Penn for the last, whatever, 18 years until he retired just a, just a couple of years ago. And then um, Jim and I had some beers and, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's talking about his experiences at Penn and what he's doing. And he mentions this, the Sparta science piece. And um, I nod politely, like I know what he's talking about and, you know, talk a little bit longer, you know, and then he mentions it again. And I continue to nod politely, like, oh yeah, Sparta, that's something. And after like the fifth time, I'm like, Jim, I, I got no idea what you're talking about. What is this thing? It's like, Adam, I don't, I don't know. I don't really get it, but my kid, my kids jump on the plate. It, g- it gives us some feedback on, on where they are. We adjust their program as necessary. And all I know is my kids don't get hurt. He's like the soccer coach, like the soccer strength conditioning coach at Penn chooses not to use it. And she had three ACLs last year. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's something. (laughs) So I like just tucked that away in my head, you know, and went through the weekend and enjoyed the experience. And then um, a couple months later, just sitting on it, thinking about it and um, reach back out to him. And I'm like, you know, can you tell me more and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't pay for any of this. I don't know how any of this works. You know, I, and he set me up with, with Matt Long at Sparta science and, um, yeah. Long story short, they're a, they're a tech company out of um, you know, San Francisco area, um, the whole Silicon Valley thing. And basically what, what Sparta does is they, they, they have this force plate. Force plate technology is not new, but they have jumped 2 million people on this force plate and they have noticed trends, you know, so there's that the eccentric force as you go down and create force, you know, in the plate there, uh, there's that split second of amortization where you change direction from going from, from up to down or from down to up. Um, and then there's the concentric impulse of you, you coming out of the plate and, you know, fishing the jump, which is the same basic movement that you have in everything that you do. So very Cal Dietz triphasic esque um, in the way of, you know, when you run or where you cut, you put force into the ground, you change the direction and you, and you bring it back the other way. And so we find athletes that do this very efficiently are one injury resistant. And then two, they, they jump really high or they, they run really fast. And the kids that don't do it efficiently, don't run really fast, don't jump really high, don't cut really quick. And they're also more prone to injury. And, but then with that, we're able to predict what kind of injury might be in their future, but then even better, what kind of, what kind of program that they need to best suit them in where they are right now. And so the fun thing is with, with, with these athletes, you know, we'll, 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 we'll scan a 17 year or 15 year old freshman and see where he's at. Um, and a lot of these boys are like, you know, baby deer, you know, <laughs> they have no, right. no, no strength in anything, you know? And so you'll put them on a, a specific program based off of, of how they scan. But, but a year or two later, their, their scan has changed. You know, we'll, we'll scan them monthly. We'll watch things go up. We'll watch things go down. Like things can change kids at the beginning of the season versus the end of the season. If there's stress in the world, like so many things affect, um, you know, their, their, their score and, and, and how they're doing. But over time you'll see, if they're doing everything right, they'll see things tick up and they get very excited and it brings actual like purpose to why they're in the weight room. Um, Cause this is work. This is hard. They love playing their sport. The sport is fun. The sport is a game. Um, they like playing games. Um, work is hard. And so when you actually bring meaning to, um, Hey, your Sparta score was a 78. 
Now it's an 86. Your standing vertical was this. Now it's, you know, three inches higher. Um, your injury risk was here. Now it's, you know, much less chance of, of you getting hurt. Like, look at all the fantastic things that you're doing. How are you playing on the court? Oh, a lot better. Well, hot dog, <laughs> we're doing something amazing. And so Sparta has been that, that outlet for us to like really get reflective within our own coaching. And this is where, again, you could, the little acorns is just a thought of the past. Like there's no, like this is, we take this very seriously. Um, and we get really reflective because I'm not married to any one specific coaching style or, or program or, or anything like this. Like some athletes need bilateral squatting. Some athletes need single leg work. Some athletes need more trunk stuff. Um, but no longer is like, oh yeah, we do core work because everybody needs core work. Like that, eh, that's not necessarily true. Um, oh, posterior chain. Everyone needs posterior chain work because uh, that's, that's not always true. It sometimes can be true and depends on the athlete, what, what you need. Um, but it's given us an, an opportunity to, to really be very specific um, with our athletes and, and really show feedback. And that's where the parents really eat it up too. Like I, I can show them, Hey, your kid was here. Now they're here. Look at this improvement. This is exciting. And now they actually value what they're getting a little bit more because like they actually see the improvement as opposed to I don't know, some before, before Sparta, we were just hoping like kind of just guessing, well, you're squatting more now. You feel stronger? Yeah, I feel stronger. Well, just because you're stronger doesn't mean like it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be faster on the track. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to jump higher. I'm pretty strong. Don't jump very high. So like, there's a not very fast, you know. So there are other you know parts of athleticism that um, we want to make sure that we we deliver when we're working with these athletes. So it makes a lot more sense to me um, why level method made sense to you. Yes. When you, when you talk about data and mm-hmm. and and the value of it. Like we were taking this sport specific and now we're moving into the adult where it's, um, where it's just like fitness. I just want better fitness. And how are we going to measure that? You know, we're not going to use a Sparta, um, force play system. And, and I mean, you could, but, uh, with group classes now we're, we're taking this and we're allowing them to have data to show where they're at. And I think it's just as important to do that with any genre that you're, that you're looking at. And I'm, I'm guessing or that you're training, I'm guessing that with, um, athletes that's giving you an extra leg up on the proof and the, the, the data and the, and the, like the sales to the parents, like we have something in place that allows us to show you what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think it's neat from, I'm just like, whatever, go off topic here, but, um, that's where I compare it to level method because level method spans so much, you know, so many different ideas, whatever, everything that comes to, you know, fitness and health and mobility and, and, and everything. It's a similar idea. Cause really what, if a kid is, you know, low in the, the load phase, the eccentric phase, that going down phase, you know, we work a lot specifically on that stuff, similar in level method. If, you know, if, if I'm blue and purple in all these different categories, but when it comes to flexibility, I'm a white belt. Well, Hey, hot dog, what do you need to work on in which to help everything? Like you're going to, you're going to help pain. You're, you're probably going to help the lifts go up and stuff like that. If you're actually able, you know, you have a baseline level of normal flexibility because your, your strength numbers are here, but your flexibility number is way back here. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's funny to me how those, those align, obviously level of method, not using, you know, the force plate stuff, but like there's, it just makes, it just makes sense at the end of the day. It does make sense. And not everybody's analytical. But everybody, but but having analytical data will help provide um, value and proof of concept, proof of what your your product is, and I, I think it's invaluable. 
yeah. absolutely invaluable. And I think that might be one of the reasons that you're successful outside of just being uh, recruiting amazing talent and um, your quote unquote luck, which is your hard work. So it, it's been fun too on social media and stuff like that to be able to actually, you know, put these kids Sparta scores up there and, and be like, you know, and with the Sparta score being like just the, the uh, kind of the average of, of that, you know, eccentric load, isometric and, and concentric piece um, and, and how close those values are and how high the magnitude of the, of those scores. Um, but we, you know, we have an 85 and up club, you know, so like we, we, we post 40 kids a month in the way of, Hey, these are all the kids who scored above an 85, you know, which 85 is legit. I'm not an 85 disclaimer. Um, I'm working on it though, but you know, just the, the excitement, the buzz that, that comes with it. We, we, we didn't have that before. And I'm not saying everybody needs, needs to go out and, you know, get a Sparta plate, but, um, cause it, it does cost a little bit of money, but, um, if this is something that you want to take insanely, you know, seriously, I, I don't think there's a better company out there. I think, I think they're the, the, the Kings when it comes to that, but, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's, again, going back to the brand piece, this is, I, I think what kind of separates us and what I want to separate us from, from, from all of our competitors and, and stuff like that. Cause there are some people in the area that, that do very nice work. Um, it just, I think we do it better. And, and I'm, I'm confident in, in, in saying that. Yeah. No, that's, everybody. <laughs> no, that's, I think it's great. I think um, differentiation is incredibly important and differentiation that matters. Like yeah. you know, you just yeah. differentiation is one thing, but doing something that adds value to your end customer and, and your client is number one. And both level method and Sparta sound like that's the thing that's kind of, you know, pushing you to the next level because you've already done things that, that push you to higher levels. So that's really, really cool to hear. Well, Adam, um, it's been awesome talking to you yeah. about your program. I, I, we could really dig in a lot more, but I just want to encourage listeners that it's, it's not rocket science. It might be, um, horse plate science, but it's not <laughs> rocket science or it might be, uh, levels science, but, um, yeah, I encourage, encourage them with, um, what's made you successful, which hard work, networking, having your eyes open and loving what you do. So thank yeah. you for coming on the show, man. Yeah. No, I appreciate you here for having me. This is, this is fun. It's like, you've done this before, Scott. Uh, I try. I try. <laughs> Uh, this is awesome. So, hey, listeners, if you enjoyed this or if you want to know more about Adam, his business, um, check out the show notes. We'll probably probably drop that stuff in there. It's kind of important for you to see what's going on. Follow him on on uh, the Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. And I'm sure I'm, I'm just volunteering. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you if you have more questions. Um, if you are not a level method gym and you are a gym owner or coach, just go to levelmethod.com and, and just do the thing. It's it, just do a free discovery call. Done. Just yeah. do it. Just do the thing. Yes. Um, you know, the cool thing is, is the, the guys that are and gals that are talking to people interested about level method are owners of gyms implementing level method and they've been doing it for years and they understand the value and so we don't just put anybody on the phone to yak at you it's someone who knows how it works inside of a real gym so don't be shy you can say no to people but you can also hear and find out before you decide to say no so check out level method and thank you so much for joining us today have a wonderful week